if you should have met a Japanese warrior with his mask and armor who was intent on killing you, it would have been hard to imagine that behind all that terrifying exterior was a human being who was similar to you. That the guy behind the mask ate, shit, fucked, breathed and laughed like you. Sure, he had specialized training in kill effectively and not to care too much about it. The emotional burden of killing was alleviated by a codex of warrior and allegiance virtues. But overall, all that was hidden by the terrifying mask. You did not meet a human. You were exposed to a monster, something out of this world, a being from your nightmares, from whom you wanted to run away but could not. In my belief, the whole world fell for this deception, certainly included when it comes to Nazis. They were something otherworldly in their viciousness. Let me demystify this belief. It does too much honor to the Nazis. Remember the Epstein story? Same thing. He was an evil sex monster, out of the ordinary. Now let me do the following thought experiment. I do not need the experiment, uh, experiments by Stanley Milgram, which point in the same direction. Now the experiment, pure, pure, purely hypothetical, but much more revealing. Assume that there in the USA is um, a government, let's say, uh, exemption. There would be no punishment if you murdered somebody and took his or her possessions. I could tell you what would happen. Widespread plunder and murder and then more and more self-defense, slowly organizing itself to restore law and order. That is the story of, story of the Nazis in a nutshell. It also reveals their basic stupidity much more than the morality position. Oh my God, what monsters! The Nazis were simple criminals intent to plunder. The Jews were just one group of the robbed and killed. Slowly the world organized itself to introduce law and order. But what about the racial ideology? This is surely something out of the ordinary. Well, for us today, at least somewhat. But not really. The white race, the dominant one, evil, repressive, against other races. That might even be true. However, it has nothing to do with race. If you would exchange the whites for the green, the blue, the purple, the black, the red, the yellow, they all would treat the others the same way and prefer their own color. That's what people in power do, which pisses the others off. There is a fundamental difference between 
my and Serenity's approach. Serenity is a member of the aristocratic, upper class, high moral standards, a great feeling for art and culture, a certain elitism. To such a person, behavior of the Nazis must appear vicious and evil. This reaction is shared by most. Mine is different. Shall I tell you what my gut reaction was and is? Talking to a piece of shit like Stango and psychoanalyzing him? No, I would rather, rather be for a quick fix. Putting my P-38 or rather P-1 against his head and pulling the trigger. I would have done the same fix, theoretically, to the upper ranks of Nazis, not just those who had directly murdered someone. The first were the planners, the latter only the executioners. The former got off easy in Germany, the latter more were sometimes locked up. The whole moral attitude is also a cover-up. By morally lamenting, you have proved yourself innocent. Don't we all know people on trial for murder and guilty, shedding tears? I told you my gut reaction to describe clearly the difference between me and Serenium. I would have followed the money trail, not the psychological. In her book, The Healing Wound, Serenity says, now I cite verbatim from page 92. My talk with Stangl was an experience I might not have given myself had I known what it would do to me. She did not say what it was. She had told me on the phone that she might have almost died from it. On page 93 she talks about nightmares she had and a later warning by a priest. If one exposes uh, its oneself to the devil, he can invade one. Be careful, my child. Excuse me, she should have known that before. She had no clue. I have met that all too often in marriage counseling. The allergic reaction of people towards each other and then similar talk like that by the bishop. The question is rather, what is really going on here? Why are these allergic reaction, reactions taking place? Freud himself showed them in his relationship towards his designated follower Jung. He fainted in Jung's presence. He had developed a theory which was radically different from his. Freud was psychoanalysis. Jung was the opposite. The attack on psychoanalysis was an attack on Freud. Two different worldviews, which are two different personalities, collide and cannot be integrated. I have never heard a psychologist talk about this. Two people marry each other, 
both have a common veneer fashioned by society. They are attracted because they sense that the other has something which is missing in one's personality. Over time, perception goes beyond the veneer because in a marriage one has common tasks, but the different worldviews engender radically different approaches towards these common tasks. Conflict ensues. The conflict cannot be resolved because each of the partners feels in the right. If I change my stance, where, where is the change going to end? And I as a person going to am I as a person going to disappear? The conflict becomes one of psychological survival. That is behind all of it, and not the devil. If a person dies psychologically, he or she might also die physically. How can you live without a map that tells you where to go? That is behind all the, the nasty divorces. I do not feel that Sereni has learned anything from her interaction with Stangl, which really altered her, altered her personality. She did not need to because Stangl was obviously disqualified. My question is now, what could she have learned from him? This is obvious. She could have learned from him to snuff out human lives without compunction. This is a good quality to have when one meets killers like him. I am speaking of a psychological ability, not an actual action plan, although sometimes one needs to have one, like my friend Georg Elzer did. The ruthlessness learned from Stangl could have led to a different plan of action. Find out the money trail. Let me take a Jewish uh, family for that. They are transported to an extermination camp. Of course, they take with them as much of their savings or valuables as they can to use for survival in a strange land. They lose these and other items first before they undress and take their final shower. The food they carry is given to the camp Jews who helped the Nazis run the death camps. The clothes, shoes, gold teeth, hair are collected. The ashes are used for fertilizer. But I'm not talking about this when I speak about the money trail. What happened before? What happened to their apartments, houses, businesses, furniture, art collection, bank savings? And then we also need to address other people and countries and examine the plunder and murder. We need to identify the people and institutions who profited and the businesses who used slave labor. We need to identify who planned what and how. That would have brought real healing and not the guilt trip Germans were put on. But nobody wanted such a plan of actions. 
too much clarity, too much light. As a child, I was highly interested in boards that had been on the ground for a long time. The grass had grown partly over them, so it took some effort to lift them up. With a sucking sound, this happened and exposed a secret underground world. Pale grass, roadways cut into the soil and the wet, wet wood. All kinds of creepy crawlies and worms who were scared shitless from having been exposed to the light. They ran and hid. That should never have happened. In the future, I plan to write episodes about Frederick the Great and Otto von Bismarck. Maybe you can share my bewilderment. I felt. There is nothing there of Nazi psycho garbage. Where did this crap come from? Often an illness did not originate in a stricken country. It came from abroad. That's why countries had elaborate quarantine systems to prevent the spread of the disease. The Americans even have a mental quarantine regulation. Nobody who was born abroad can become president. The American president was, or maybe still is, very powerful. And that power should not go into somebody who thought like Hitler or Stalin. But that happened with, with Germany in 1933. You can psychoanalyze the German psyche or individuals like Stangl as much as you want, you will not find the answer. The answer is with an individual. Adolf Hitler was a sickness carrier who came from Austria. Are the Austrians to blame for that? No, of course not. One individual drew his own conclusions from the events that happened in Austria. Because he did not succeed there, he looked for a host that was more powerful, which was Germany. Austria had collapsed in World War I. Germany was only badly mauled. Yes, it had begun to rot under the reign of the last emperor, Wilhelm II. However, it had just one enemy in the east, which was Poland. The Prussians and the Poles were at odds because the Prussians had annexed a part of Poland. Prussia, however, and Russia were at peace because both collaborated in keeping their occupied party parts of Poland under control. The Austrians and Russians were much more at odds. Uh, they were much more at odds because um, for example, in the Balkans. Then the whole thing exploded when the Serbians, under the guidance of the Russians, assassinated the Austrian crown prince. World War I did not see the widespread atrocities in the East 
under German and Austrian emperors, which were seen under Adolf Hitler, who in my opinion took revenge. The guy Austrian inside was extremely spiteful. His world, his, his would-be uh, lone wolf assassin Georg Elzer had survived, survived in the Dachau concentration camp until 1945. However, he was blacklisted by Hitler and shot shortly before the war was over. Now, why the widespread plunder? This too is totally untypical for the Imperial German Army. Was it because Germany was poor after the Great Depression? No, Germany looked very prosperous under, under the reign of the Nazis, much better than Western democracies. However, everything was directed and planned towards war. We have to make war by this time and start to plunder and occupy, or we will go bankrupt. Before that happened, however, Hitler, who was not only spiteful, but also very vain, would return triumphantly into his former fatherland Austria. See what became of me. I'm not only, I not only conquered Germany, which you failed to do so for centuries, but now I'm also your new emperor, Adolf the Great, and I will rebuild the empire without any foreign human garbage, which led to its destruction. Now, Gerhard, I think I solved the riddle. It took me all my life. So, see you back with nicer guys. At first, a French dog and snuff-laughing king, Gerhard.